Hey guys, welcome to the UI podcast. And today we have Pavel. He is a, you know, he's a gym enthusiast, uh, ex powerlifter, and he's now aspiring to be like a computer scientist, right? Yes, sir. That is. I would also like to uh, make one uh, one first notice to start off. I do look like a marshmallow right now. Uh, I had my wisdom teeth removed three days ago, so hopefully. Uh, if I do get invited to this podcast again, you guys will see me looking like a normal human being. Yeah, we'll probably Yo guys, pop up. We'll like pull yeah, up for exactly. you guys. Yeah, we'll pop like. Yeah. There'll be some like share screen over here or whatever, like some screen up pulling up there. Anyway, so let's just jump right into our first topic, hey? Yeah. So, Pavel, how long have you been powerlifting? Well, to you kind of quit, to, right? to, to answer, so yeah, like in a sense, I've kind of retired from the powerlifting thing. Like I. For some background, I started working out when I was like 14, almost turning like 15 years old. So I have about like five plus years of like, you know, just like working out in the gym consistently. Uh, But I started powerlifting back when I was in grade, like towards the end of grade 11. And I stopped pretty much into like the start of second year of university. So I'd say give or take about, if my math is not wrong, about three years of powerlifting, give or take. And then I got injured and... Yeah, I just kind of decided that powerlifting was not like the right thing for me to do. So like how was that? How, what caused your injury? Well, pretty much I was doing an AMRAP on uh, squats. And for those who don't know what an AMRAP is, an AMRAP just stands for as many reps as possible. And it's usually supposed to be with like a set that's anywhere between, let's just say 75 to 85% within your one rep max range. Okay. And I was doing that on squats and... I remember like, you know, the the guy who was training me at the time, uh, he told me, you know, keep on going, keep on going, got one more, got one more. Yeah. And I did, and I did get the, uh, like that extra rep in the set. But the thing is like afterwards, I just felt like very like, like my back was looking a little weird. And because the thing is, it was a, it was a squat bench deadlift day preparing for like, you know, competition. So I was doing all three of lifts in one workout right after the squat. Uh, I decided to go straight to the deadlift instead of doing the bench press. And oh, I was shit. doing as many reps as possible on a heavy ass set with deadlifts as well. Oh, no. And I, I just remember how like on, cause the thing is with sumo, like the stance that you're taking after every single rep, when you drop the barbell, you kind of like, you're, you you kind of lose your footing a little bit mm-hmm. since you're so wide. Uh, and like, you kind of have to like readjust yourself so like you know your feet are symmetric and everything. Yeah, yeah. And like I have you know, a picture of sumo up here somewhere. Yeah, and so like, your so that your form is like fine, right? So that you don't like completely destroy your back. And my dumbass, what he what he did was like, I remember for my very last rep, I was like, I literally just said, I'm like, screw this, I'm just gonna lift it up. I don't care. Oh, so you did like the so like, I just like so I literally just started picking up the weight, bro, like picking it up as hard as I humanly could. But my biggest mistake was this: my feet weren't symmetric. One foot was like, let's say the angle was like this; the other foot, the angle was like this, and I didn't notice it. So a lot of the weight shifted on, like you know, the pressure how it would naturally be on like two sides of your back. The pressure shifted to the right side of my back entirely, oh. so I did lift the re- the weight. But as soon as I got the rep, I just felt like something like snapped, s- not snap, but like twist oh. in like my lower back. And then I just kind of dropped the weight, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And then 
Like I'm pretty sure it, it's like uh, it was a pinched nerve. I think this is what I got. Oh, wow. And for, I remember for like six, seven months, like I literally couldn't squat or like deadlift like properly because like it was it was a painful ass injury and it took a long time to recover from it. And I'm not even to this day. I'm still not 100% healed. Like I'm, you could say I'm like 90, like five to like what 99% healed. But there's always that like one percent time where like I'll be doing like deadlifts or squatting, and or I'll even just be at home. And I'll yeah, just like, you know, bend over to like pick something up and I'll like, I'll just feel like the tension in that old spot where the injury was for like a few seconds oh, and then it just wow. disappears. So Pavel, do you think that's because like you, you always push yourself too hard in the gym? Uh, I think, I think that it's not necessarily cause I push myself too hard well, in the, the gym. The reason I'm asking is cause I know that Bulgarians and Russians <laughs> like in the Olympics, they're like very well known for having like very intense like training. And they depend on a lot of like steroids and they have like a very big like culture on pushing themselves. So yes. That, did that uh, play into your injury? That's what I'm asking. Uh, Sure. That like, I mean, sure. Like the me pushing myself part, there is definitely like a, like a cultural aspect to that. Like in terms yeah. of the way I was raised, but in my case, because the injury happened when I was so young and also it happened like pretty, like what it only happened like three years into working out. I fully believe that at the time I was doing it because like that was like my ego pushing me like oh yeah. like get that extra rep like get that extra rep it wasn't more like oh get that extra rep so that like you know you can like do this properly do these sets like I mean like you know we see a lot of these like ego lifters just like running around like people who are doing bicep curls they're doing like this and stuff like actually we have a story with our friend Dimitri yeah <laughs> actually we are can explain this story pretty well Yo, so our friend Dimitri, like, shout out Dimitri, like, no disrespect, but, like, we we always see, like, Dimitri in the gym, and he's always doing his curls, or he, he's doing his, like, lap pull-downs, and, and the way he does it is just, like, I get really worried, because, like, I'm genuinely worried about, like, this guy getting injured, right? So, like, when he does his, like, lap pull-down, like, if you guys don't know, like, the lap pull-down is where you bring the bar to your, like, chest, and then you, you, you bring it up, right? So, this guy, he brings his butt up, and then he, like, slams it down, right? He's, like, so, butt hanging in the air. He's like this. He's, like, floating in the air, right? Yeah. So, like, this one time, I, I, I told Dimitri, I'm like, bro, like... This is, like, not how you do it. And, and like, to be fair, I'm not, like, a big guy, right? So it's, like, it's kind of, like, ego coming from me. But from, from my point of view, I was just, like, really worried about this guy, right? I'm yeah. like, bro, you're actually going to hurt yourself, right? So I'm like, Dimitri, this is how you do it, bro, right? I show him the right form, and he's like, oh, okay. Like, I got this, right? He, he gets up, he does it again, he's like... Just like this, bro, right? And then I'm like, I'm like, Dimitri, I don't think you did that right, bro. Right? And he's just, he just looks at me, he's like. And then I, I like walk over to, to our friend Adam, right? And I'm just like talking to Adam, and I'm like, Adam, do you see like Dimitri's form? And Adam's like, bro, like, I, I can't get through to this guy's head, bro. Like, I'm not big enough, bro. I don't, I don't want to like sound ego, bro. Yeah, I mean that is true. Sometimes like. Sometimes it takes a bigger guy to like humble to humble you in the gym so that like you can be like Okay, like this guy clearly is bigger than me and like again This doesn't work on everybody but for like for the gym bro That's like kind of like a like a bag of rocks up here. Yeah, and like they don't like kind of answer to anyone who like 
has like you know actually the knowledge they'll answer to someone who actually looks like they have the knowledge in which in this case is someone who's bigger than them and they'll be like okay this guy's bigger he's telling me how to do it i'll listen to him which in that case like honestly bro just just find like some like some juice head in the gym and just tell that guy yo like yeah, this guy needs some help with his so like for you right numbers. like if someone who's smaller than you came and gave you like some advice right like on some like subtle shit right like how, yeah. how would you take that like, i mean just be honest like no cap yeah like no honest. like no cap any if, ego behind your head like, yeah like so pretty much if someone came up to me and like so like i just want to be clear i feel like at least for what i do in my workouts the exercise that i perform I feel like, you know, I I know like the technique everything pretty well. So if someone came up to me and they're like, "Oh, you could improve this this and this." I'd be like, "Okay." I'd think about it for a second and like I I would consider what they would say, but again, but then again, like them being smaller than me like doesn't really like doesn't really make that much of a difference. Like I have a really close friend of mine whose like name I will not like, you know, this say to me. like keep him anonymous, but he's been working out for like several years yeah. and he's just a hard gainer. So like, he doesn't look that big, but okay. like, but he knows his shit as well. So he knows probably as well as like, as well as I do. But if you were to take some gym bro and ask and like show a picture of him and a picture of me, they might say, oh, this guy, which is me, knows, like, blah, 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 better and better because of how he looks. But, Yo, but no. what if, like, some, like, flabby dude pulled up and he was, like, trying to give you some advice? What would you be thinking in that moment? Well, uh, yeah, like, I'd probably, I'd honestly, I'd probably just brush it off my shoulder. But <laughs> probably, I'd probably also get a little pissed because, like, you know, so, like, I'm not the type of guy who likes to get in, like, I don't like getting interrupted in the gym. So, like, if I'm working out, and especially if it's, like, a workout where like i'm on pre-workout and yeah, i'm focusing like and i'm like zoomed in if you interrupt me like you're just gonna piss me off <laughs> so like like you gotta be careful what you say to me when you interrupt me because otherwise you'll like, be like throwing off your headset and shit right you'll yeah like, like what, what the fuck yeah no i'll literally be like yo like fuck off bro like <laughs> like leave me alone like yeah. bro I, th I think in my case like it kind of I, I kind of evaluate what the person is saying first right so like nick this fucking dickhead right yeah, he always like critiques me right he's like bro like your arms shouldn't look like that right and i'm like bro I, what do you want me to do i have fucking t-rex arms bro i can't stretch my like elbows yeah in show the right. audience um like, no, like how, how far you yeah like this is this is how far my elbows go right like, like yeah just for reference right and nick's like nick shit is fuck, bro he's like yeah bro it's yeah like he's he's like shit, bro, he's like double jointed so yeah. he's like he always looks at me in the gym right he's like bro you need to like bend more right i'm like bro i'm dog i literally <laughs> can't bro <laughs> and he's not getting it. it's not clicking bro <laughs> Yeah, no, because I keep looking at this guy's form, right? And it's like sus to me. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm just built lanky. Like yeah, that, he's like, he's like built like fault. the ape titan, right? Because he has like long arms and like a thin torso and like shit, like the ape titan uh, from Attack on Titan. If you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, hey, like, di like different body compositions and different body structures, right? So, like, what what he might be doing might be the correct form. Is just if his arms are a little bit weird. They're like, like they're yeah. like really like long. Me, I, I always wondered like if if my like arms, for example, let's <laughs> say I'm doing triceps, right? Yeah. Does that like activate less like muscle activation if it's like? Because you know how they always emphasize, right? They're like oh, like full, like way, fully right? locking out. Yeah, yeah. So because of like genetics, or some people just like get like less muscle activation. Like, I, I mean, wondered that. like again, I'm not a I'm not a kinesiologist. I like I don't mm -hmm. study the human body. I'm not, I'm not like actually educated in any of this. I just like have like 
anecdotal evidence and personal experience. So like what I can say is that I don't like think that you'd be like all like losing so many gains. There is a chance that you could be leaving maybe some gains on the table. Yeah. But like even if that was the case, because you're limited to like what like how much your arm can extend. Like there's nothing you can really do about it. Yeah, it's just really you're not. It's not like I'm um, like you can't just take a wrench and just like force like <laughs> your arm yeah, open and be like I bet now I can do yeah, some proper bro. tricep extensions. <laughs> yeah. Just like fucking. Yeah, yeah, like. Oh man. That's not how it works. Yeah, but, bro. Like, yeah, I'm just like I remember that you have like a lot of superstitions, right? Like especially regarding like diet, right? Yeah. So like for example, one time I remembered uh that you said that Canadian chicken is like dog shit. You will not eat Canadian chicken and you'll eat like pork loin, right? Because yeah. uh it's like I don't know, grass fed or some shit like that. Well, it's not it's not necessarily because uh, it's grass fed. So like here's the thing. As someone who comes from another country, like I'm from Bulgaria primarily. Uh I was born in Bulgaria. So whenever I go back home to Bulgaria, I just want to make one thing clear. The food in Europe is like, when you eat it, you can taste the difference in how like the, like how the food was prepared and how like the meat was prepared altogether from the start. Cause like when I eat chicken back home, it's like, this is chicken. This actually has flavor and like, there's actual like sustenance in it. Like I will eat one chicken breast back home in Bulgaria and that, sh- that shit's gonna fill me up. Like yeah. it'll fill my stomach and I have a big mm-hmm. stomach here. I'll down like a, a quarter pounder with a shit ton of beef or like I'll eat like three chicken breasts and like then I'll be like, okay, now I'm kind of getting full. But like, I, I don't know what they do here. And again, like, dude, I think it's just really processed because my mom makes the same complaint. She's like, yo, in Iran, like the food slaps so much harder. Right? Yeah. Like, the fruits, the, the meats, like, I don't know if it's just like some GMO shit or like whatever, but I think like in, especially Europe, right? Like people got that like farm tradition, exactly. Before, right? It's exactly. Like, all natural, all organic. It's all fresh. And there's like a bigger emphasis on yeah. like simple ingredients, right? Yeah, that is true. And not to mention, there's one really important thing and it's how the animals are raised here. Like I'm not gonna get into like a whole like topic of like animal cruelty or anything, but <laughs> like in terms of like the quality of the meat, the way that you like the living conditions, the way you raise the animal and what you also feed that animal, they matter a lot. Like the, the majority of Canadian production is like what's it called like uh animal like factory farms right yeah, so farms. like you just have like a hundred chickens that are probably in like a square that are like that is smaller than the room we're standing yeah, in, exactly, right? right and they're all like shitting on each other sleeping on each other they're pissing on each other and stuff like yeah, that exactly. which is a horrible environment like yeah, yeah, yeah. to raise an animal in and then these animals you you don't even know what they're getting fed with like slop who knows and like again like that will affect the quality of like the meat you're eating because again that's you're eating the body of this like animal right Mm -hmm. so if you don't give the right nutrition to this animal then you're not going to be producing or you're not going to be making and raising the optimal animal for consumption right so like that's just like in europe back home again like there's a lot more farms that are like open space and like these like chickens cows pigs whatever they're raised properly they ha- they live good lives until they're killed, and then you you eat them and you can taste you can actually taste the difference. 
So that's like, that's my biggest reason for like, you know, not liking Canadian meat products, but like, especially because chicken, chicken, I stay away from because chicken is probably the most processed meat out of all the meats, contrary to what a lot of people oh, may believe. I did not know that. Yeah. It's extremely processed and think about it. Like it's the number one highest, like in demand meat that there is. Cause because not a lot of people, a lot of people don't like red meat, blah, 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 this, this, and that. And, and like, you know, some people can't eat red meat because of religious reason, uh, reasons as well. Um, so having such a high demand for white meat, you got to start processing it quicker, right? You're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And so you got to start adding in a bunch of BS ingredients and like just manipulating the natural process such that it's quicker. Yeah. And like how else can you do that besides, you know, like destroying like the actual like nutritious like goodness that's in this animal. Yeah. And that's why like I like I tend to eat more beef and more pork and especially like since we're in Canada, I eat a lot more fish as well. Yeah. Ah. Yo, that's that's, that's low-key really insightful because yeah. like I feel like in Western society, like they always tell us like eat more white meat and and cut back on red meat. Exactly. Right? So you're saying the exact opposite yeah. of that, which is like really interesting to me. I mean, hey, like my grandfathers and my great grandfathers, you know, they they lived some long ass lives. You know, my great grandfather yeah. ate red meat like so much man died at like the age of 97 like with no complications yeah. that were related to what like red meat is known to cause so like sure that is anecdotal evidence but from what i have seen like d red meat doesn't cause the yeah. problem i mean think about jordan pearson right yeah think about that diet that he's on where yeah, he just all eats meat, yeah. all red meat it's all steak yeah and it works for him and it works for him and it even cured well i don't yeah, like, i wouldn't say cured but it helped fight some of his autoimmune diseases right so like there's definitely like evidence to point that they're like that this idea that red meat is like the enemy yeah is it's bullshit the quality yeah. of the meat right yeah and then what you're saying is the western red meat is like bad quality and that's why we have these concerns yeah uh, but yeah. like western red meat might be good bad quality but it's not as bad as western white meat like chicken is just like the the worst in my opinion yeah. and from my like from what i've seen not to mention chicken is also because of how processed it is that it contains the most amount of estrogen okay so and that's a big that's a big thing for people who want to make gains Soy and, and a big thing for people who actually want to keep their test up because what happens when you like uh like shoot up your estrogen in your body well naturally your test is going to go down <laughs> and when your test goes down what happens you don't make gains as quickly you're going to like find it harder to get shredded it's going to be harder to get stronger and everything so this whole like diet of chicken broccoli rice is bullshit and it's not bullshit because all oh, people on steroids take it sure there's that yeah, aspect sure there's that aspect as yeah. well but it is literally because you're like you're filling yourself with estrogen man just eat some beef lower like decrease the amount of estrogen intake yeah. and you'll notice how like you're just like you'll feel better and again you don't have to believe what i say just try it out like if you try it out and you see that it works yeah. for you then it works for you yeah right? totally bro like that that brings us to our like next discussion like i remember like once i asked you right i was like yo Powell, like obviously you look really good and shit like what's your like diet your right <laughs> and and yeah. you you told me like yo do like four days of meat and three days like vegetarian or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And I just, I, I remember you told me specifically like eat a shit ton of kale, right? 
So I like, I'm like, okay, I'll do that, right? So then I go home and I read up about kale, right? And it's like one gram of protein every hundred grams, right? Yeah. And I had this like, like discussion with uh, our friend Rohan, right? Oh, yeah. And, and we were like, yo, bro, like, I think Pavel's like fitness advice is like kind of bogus, right? And we're yeah. like, yeah. But then like after that, I, I came to the realization, like, different things work for different people right because obviously pavel's gotten so many results from what he's tried and i think the same goes for people like jordan peterson right he tried the all meat thing it worked for him so like who is someone gonna be to like sit there and be like yo your diet is fucking shit bro right like you gotta yeah. try different things and whatever works you fucking stick to it i'm like a firm believer in that. yeah uh, one thing I will correct you on though is uh, I didn't tell you it was kale. I told you spinach. 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 Okay. Spinach, oh, spinach has more protein per hundred grams than kale does. And although, yeah, like it's not very rich in protein, like compared to like, like meats, of course. The reason why I would say that is because again, compared to other vegetables, it does have more protein. And I like I my point was that you shouldn't like just like shove your like face with a shit ton of. <laughs> spinach to try to get your protein and no like you can get again because i said vegetarian right so three days out of the week you don't eat meat you can still get it from from what from potatoes from rice from eggs from beans kidney beans actually have a lot more protein than you think kidney beans i think you can search it up have just as much if not more protein per 100 grams than minced beef does oh interesting really yeah kidney beans so like there's a lot of there's a lot of things there. Oh wow, that's interesting. Twenty four grams per hundred grams. Yeah, but it's also a lot fattier, I think. Right, like it's harder to get. Down. Yeah, but think about it. When you're consuming red meats, uh, like if you're consuming beef or pork, you're gonna be consuming yeah. fat as well, right? So like it's like yeah. and again like. Yeah, but I guess this shows wait, there are like vegetarian. Wait, sorry to cut you off, but like. I read somewhere that like vegetable proteins are harder to synthesize in the body, so you actually take. Like your body like absorbs less of it, even though. Yes, that like- that like I I've uh, I've heard, uh, I've read about the same stuff before too. So, like I do think there is like truth to that, and like again, in my opinion, the best protein is always from meat. Mm-hmm. But like, there's like there's just you know if you don't have like the option to eat meat, or if you're not going to eat meat, like the best options that are there will like be you know things like beans or like others like similar substitutes and like that's pretty much what you're left with so although yeah it's not going to be as good as you know meat because you know you're not going to absorb all the protein it's still a high amount of protein and it's not like kale like what you said with like what one gram per 100 grams right like here 24 grams let's say you're probably going to absorb like worst case even if you absorb only 75 percent Mm-hmm. what that's that's still 18 grams of protein per 100 grams that you're consuming true, true, true. so like that's still a really good number but yeah like three days i would say don't eat meat because well one i also do it uh for like orthodox reasons like yeah. you know it's just it's a part of orthodoxy culture that like some days of the week we just you know we'll fast a little bit we'll yeah. pray and like we don't wait like, orthodox christian yeah orthodox christian wait i'm orthodox and why do i not know about this Diff- uh, there's different well, kinds of words. Bring a fucking cross, bro. What What do you have? Nothing. <laughs> D- different different kinds of orthodoxy, let's just say. But like, if you're like you know not eating like meat, like uh, in orthodoxy, I think it was on Wednesdays and Fridays are the days that they don't eat meat, 
and like the, it's meant so that like when you're in a faster state like you can pray better and like have a better connection with god right mm -hmm. so right like sorry to cut you off right yeah but like me and who you are were talking about your like uh, health advice right and then we would like when you talk because we the the particularly the kale line sticks in our head yeah and, and every time we think about like the pavlo advice we're thinking like, okay, so I'm gonna eat like a whole bucket of kale today and just be like, oh, I'm like just shoveling kale into my mouth, right? That's like the picture yeah. that we get. Yeah, I mean like, <laughs> hey, I can get to you. I definitely don't do that. But I will tell you, and hey, like, if you, like Cristiano Ronaldo himself, this is an action. This is an interesting yeah. point that I wanted to bring up. A lot of people have asked Ronaldo, what what the hell do you eat, man? Because this guy, he's what? He's turning 38 years old now. Yeah, he looks good. And he looks like a 20-year-old. But it's also a lot of plastic surgery. Oh, well, yeah. But again, sure, maybe on his face. Mm -hmm. But if we're talking his, his physique. Body, he's definitely natty, for sure. I mean, hey, I don't... Actually, yeah. I wouldn't... I, I don't know. I think up until a certain point, he was natural for sure. Maybe, like... But I think yeah. as he gets older, like... Maybe he could be taking like TRT uh, like something. TRT or something yeah. like that. Just mm -hmm. low doses that are prescribed by his mm -hmm. doctor. Because like, 38 years old, still playing professional like football, European football that is, like, yeah. is insane. But again, people ask him, how do you eat such that you look 20 years younger than you actually are? And this guy, one of the key things he said is, and again, people are going to be like, oh, like, you know, we've heard this a thousand times, but you may hear this a thousand times, but you need to hear it 10,000 more times just so that you actually start doing it. Eat a lot of greens and vegetables. Like yeah. a lot of a lot of people seriously like underestimate the benefit there is from vegetables. Like again, what are like vegetables are not just good for your micronutrients, your minerals, like yeah. vitamins and all also that. For your skin, like yeah, have, like vitamin C, collagen, like, e like, exactly. Yeah. And they help they help to keep you like young, looking young. Mm -hmm. They also help to fight diseases, bro. Like they yeah. can reduce like your risks of heart disease and like liver disease and a bunch of other stuff. So like, again. Like a lot of people, they'll probably eat 60% protein, 30% carbs. And then if, if they're conscious about 10% vegetables, cause let's be, let's be honest. Not a lot of people, most people don't like yeah. the taste of vegetables, yeah, I don't like vegetables. <laughs> and they're not that good. Yeah. And I agree. They don't taste that good, but they are very healthy. And I will tell you if I shove a shit ton of broccoli down my throat and I eat it, I'm still going to feel good. If I shove down three McDonald's burgers, I'm going to feel like shit afterwards. Yeah. So like there's a... Say that to Nico Avocado, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's a clear reason why so many athletes, like, promote this, oh, you need to eat a lot of greens thing. And that's just because it, it works. And people, yeah. most people say that, oh, no, it doesn't work because they don't actually properly do yeah. it. And they don't stick to it. Okay. So I mean, just to be clear, I think uh, it's important for the viewers to know that, like, Pavel is very lean. Yeah, so he's I think, extremely I think lean. His, we'll, we'll, like, basically, his, like, his, what his I would say that. is um, this, like, kind of vegetable diet, like, it's very good if you want to lean, but if you want to bulk, like it's it's hard to um yeah that's like right. eat vegetables. Oh, that 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 actually I'm sorry I need to cut you off there. Okay. Uh, my diet uh is not a good example of what <laughs> it, of like the diet you need to be bulking. I have long been past my bulking phase. I have not tried to do any type of bulking probably in like two and a half years. So my diet is very good for pretty much leaning down and like staying lean. But if you want to bulk up, don't don't scratch out the vegetables. Like don't remove them. Just add more. Like yeah, literally, true. just add it. Eat, eat at a surplus. So if you eat, if you ate one chicken breast, 
eat one and a half. If you ate a cup of rice, eat a cup and a half of rice. And you ate, let's say, like eight pieces of asparagus, eat like 12 pieces of asparagus. Just increase every single food group that you're eating by a little bit. So don't right. overpower one food group and then leave one lacking. Try to increase every single one of the food groups that you're eating from and try to get as many of the food groups as possible in one meal. And then like you'll see the best benefits of a what they would call a clean bulk where you're not just going to put on a shit ton of fat and then you're going to be like, yeah. oh, I feel gross now and now I need to cut down so I can, you know, like go through this whole like bro cycle process. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first, folks. We, um, we're actually having an educated discussion as opposed to the uneducated thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think like there's like an unhealthy obsession with uh, youngsters wanting to bulk, right? Because we just like talked about how actually, you know, people like Cristiano Ronaldo, right? Like they're, they're thinking about their health, skin health, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And these like youngsters who are bulking, right? They're just like shoving meat down their throat and they're no, not thinking you know what about else other the stuff. Or, you know or what else protein the products like protein bars, protein yeah, powders, yeah, yeah. which yeah. I will say I'm not an advocate of whey protein. I think whey protein is something you need to stay away from. Oh, wow. But yeah, that's, that's just my personal. Why do you believe that? Anyway, you know what else the youngsters are shoving into their arms these days? What? <laughs> A little bit of extra juice. I swear, these kids be like, they get younger every year. It's 18, they be shoving it in. Now it's like, what, 15 year olds are doing it now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. They're juicing out a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, bro, PEDs are very, very prevalent for a lot of, like. Yo, we'll get back into that, but I just want to continue. Like, why do you dislike whey protein? Okay, so if you you do a little bit of research, like, um. I'm sure Nick here and who we are can provide you guys with some links to like uh, some like studies, but there are quite a few studies that show that like high intakes of spe- specifically whey protein, not protein, but whey protein can help to clog your blood arteries. Oh, wow. Interesting. Really? Yeah. I don't know over, that. over time you can build, you can build up like, uh, like you can just start clogging up your arteries, which is really bad. Like, think about the amount of pressure that puts on your heart. That leads to all kinds of diseases and all kinds of future complications. Not to mention me personally, uh, from what I've experienced, I have used whey protein in the past. Uh, not too much, but for the few times I do use it, like, I'll notice, for example, if I, like, get really hungry and I'm like, oh, crap, like, I need to eat something. And, like, there's, like, a protein bar that I can eat. Screw it. I'll eat the protein bar. But then I'll notice, for example, like, my acne flares up. When I consume whey protein, and I know from a lot of anecdotal evidence, evidences or evidence that there's a lot of people that also suffer from that kind of thing. Well, isn't They'll, that because it's derived from milk? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, but like there's there's just all kinds of things that whey protein can cause. Yeah, that is not necessarily what you want. And for me, after like I read about the whole it clogging your like your arteries i was like okay that that is a huge no-go i mean like, are you sure that's not like some sort of like cherry picked like well i, to I think the point pavel is getting is you want to <clears throat> supplement with whey protein you don't want to make it a main part yeah, of your diet right. exactly i think in these studies what they're saying is if you're like having four scoops a day like you're overdoing shit, it right? if, you're, yeah, you're overdoing if you're overdoing it then that's like the type of yeah. like side effects that no, can be caused that makes sense that makes sense cause like a lot of people like and especially a lot of friends they have who will like start working out they'll be like yo bro like look at how many grams of protein I'm consuming a day and they'll be like I ate like, <laughs> yo, that's, that's, yeah. like that's the I ate like two or three protein bars today yeah. they like a single protein bar has like one to two grams of sugar and it has like 24 grams of protein or some shit like that 
And so what, okay, yeah, you eat two bars, you'll get like, what, 48 grams of protein. You eat three bars, you're getting like yeah, in the 70s range. people are like, yo, I shit bricks, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah like, like, having real problems. Like, bro, like, it's not okay. Again, these are supplements, right? It's not okay for you to be consuming a supplement as your main protein. as your main intake of protein like yeah. there's just it's not what it's designed for and when you're using something for something it's not designed for you're gonna you're bound to run into some sort of problem in the future like that's just yeah that's, that's just, just my logical, take right? do you think that yeah. carries on to casein like you know what casein is right no so way and casein are, are derived from the same product and Casein is just like a slower digesting like version of whey, I guess. Like it's better for yeah, like better nighttime for use and, and recovery. Uh-huh. I, I guess it probably has the same side effects. Pro- I, I mean, like, yeah. From what I understand about casein, because I own a little bit upstairs. Yeah. I use it to make a choco fudge drinks, but. Uh, <laughs> anyway. TMI, bro. TMI. Yeah. So anyway, so um, yeah, it's like a slow acting protein, so you don't feel as bloated when you first eat it. Because I don't know about you, but whenever I eat a protein shake, I feel very bloated. Like, I feel like I'm a, I'm oh, like yeah. a balloon or something, uh, Absolutely. Right? Like, I mean, like, again, it is like, it does come from milk, right? Yeah, so, exactly like, yeah. <clears throat> with all milk products, it's like, it's possible when you consume them to, like, feel bloated afterwards. Oh, yeah, facts. Yeah. yeah. So, back to Nick's, like, juice segment. Uh, as Nick was saying, like, uh, there's like more and more PEDs and yeah, if you guys PEDs, don't know what PEDs yeah. are, are they're performance enhancing drugs and they're becoming more and more popular especially yeah. with like the rise of like TikTok right? because yeah, exactly. oh, yeah, these random course. influencers will be like Fake natties, oh bro. here's like Turkestrol bro here's um, SARMs right like uh, wait actually have you seen the like the influencers who are like promoting like SARMs yeah shit? man it's Which like yeah. so like okay so one one guy uh like uh i think what was his name what was his name uh kenny ko mm-hmm. so he was oh, yeah, yeah. he's like uh he's, natty or not type he's yeah he's one of the guys for the natty or not like uh Trend. like video trends mm-hmm. along with like some guy uh his name is Philion. so this kenny ko guy one thing i noticed about him like back and i we, i watched these guys back when i first started working out so like five years ago right four years ago um, I watched both Philion and Kenny Ko. Philion, I have a lot of respect for because he was like a mostly he did have his his biases, of course, because you know like he's like a natural lifter, but he he was like a down to earth and he tried to just analyze the facts and say natty or not. But this guy Kenny Ko, he would call out people for being fake natties. But again, he made videos and I'm pretty sure Philion on his YouTube channel still has a video about this where he exposes Kenny Ko for ha- like. Posting a video promoting S4, which if you guys don't know what S4 is, S4 is a type of SARM, oh, wow. which is a selective androgen receptive modulator uh, or receptor modulator. I don't know if it's receptive or receptor, but uh, it's a SARM. And this guy was trying to give away his like referral code to, again, and this guy has kids who watch him, kids like high schoolers. Oh, like use my code, Kenny, blah, 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 or whatever for like 10% off when you buy your like drugs that like aren't even like legal in <laughs> this kind of case. Like they're not legal for consumption. They're legal for experiments and you're trying to sell this shit to kids, bro. So like, like a lot of these, uh, like fitness influencers and like people who are like coming out of like the, let's just say like the woodwork are, I would say that they're like a huge poison to the industry. But what would you say, like, about 
fitness in- influencers who are like they admit that they're using like DRT or whatever, like some pads, mm-hmm. but like they kind of rely on it for their like influence because they they need to look like you know like liver king cartoon, yeah liver right? king is a very good example like liver king or if you know like um ned diesel oh, sorry what was the other guy who's like yeah uh, anyway never mind like for example liver king right mm-hmm. like and yeah for some of the other michael hearn yeah that's yeah really exactly good. right like these youtubers like athlean x or whatever they're mm-hmm. like um they're, they have to look crazy good so yeah. that they can bring in the f- the followers and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, hey, like, they're, like, at the end of the day, like, a lot of people, they're gonna, how do, how do I say this? Like, I don't think, sure, like, if you're a fake natty and you've admitted it, a lot of these fake natties haven't, but for those who have, I don't think, like, Sure, they do. You you do have a point when it's like, oh, they need it. They rely on this to like bring their followers. But I don't think their followers, like for those people who've kept the followers who are open, like open that like they're not natural. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think it's the PEDs that are keeping their followers. It's like, you know, these followers they like the person despite the fact that you know they take PEDs. Yeah. So yeah. it's like okay, whatever, whatever, like, I don't give a shit that you take PEDs, you look insane, you probably still know a shit ton of stuff, because, sure, yeah, let's say you've been working out for 10 years, and you also take steroids, you've been working out for 10 years, bro, even if you take steroids, you probably still know 90% more than the typical gym goer does, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you're still gonna be very helpful to me, like, and again, like, I, for one, I watch a lot of people who probably are not natural, like, I like definitely would say that Jeff Side or Jeff Said, I don't know how to pronounce his yeah. name, or like uh, David Lade, a lot of these like Ziz similar like aesthetic movement, like fitness influencers from like the early years of this industry. I looked up to those guys as like role models for like yeah. what I wanted to look like when I was working out. And I knew that these guys are probably not natural, but it was still like it was still good motivation and it was still like good people to follow right, right so right, right. like i i don't think that like it matters that much the only problem that's that really occurs is that like again with living like yeah, when you he, make like, s- he's selling like liver supplements and ancestral he's like yeah, the ancestral traits is how i got this jacket <laughs> that's literally some like shit. manipulation shit right? yeah, like, yeah like, like you don't need to fucking do that right like if you're like fucking uh athlean x for example mm-hmm. right like that guy gives very good like information on like what types of okay I- i'm just saying yeah. he gives he informational like videos that's what i'm saying i'm yeah. not saying oh yeah I'm yeah, yeah. controversial yeah but yeah i'm saying he gives a lot of informational content that people consume right yeah uh whereas with liver king he's just his whole thing is he's jacked he has these ancestral traits right and he's like yo this is why i'm jacked buy my supplements and you'll look like me that's basically what he said yeah. his entire career yeah, I mean, like, and again, like, he also he also relies on co- creating controversy. I know, like, I, mean, I know this isn't a popular take, but even for like um, folks who are like, they've come out as like, for example, um, those the YouTubers who come out and say that yeah, I I take steroids. This is not natural. I still feel like it's a little bit insidious because it's like it's like kind of like subconscious because like. You're looking at this big beefy dude, right? And you're like subconsciously wanting to be the big beefy dude, but you're not taking PEDs, but you're still subconsciously listening better to this guy because he looks huge, even though you know that he's not natty. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but again, that that takes me back to the point of 
and remember what I told you about like the, the guy who's not that big, who's been working out for as long as me, who knows just as much as I do. Again, yeah. how you look does not does not always translate to how much you know. So this guy, sure, he might be on steroids. He might like look like this. But like think about people like Greg Doucette. Mm-hmm. Greg Doucette is by no means a natural. He yeah. has taken like almost everything that's under the sun. Yeah, he's taken a lot. He's taken yeah. a lot of stuff and over the years. It, but this guy, what is he? He is educated. Has mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a master's or a PhD in kinesiology. Mm-hmm. This guy knows his stuff. Mm-hmm. He is by far out currently, like in present day, one of the best like fitness educational channels that you can watch. Yeah. This guy, I I guarantee you, you watch this guy and you listen to his advice, you will not only get more gains, you will get smarter. Like <laughs> this guy actually educates you and. It's not because he looks that way. It's not because he looks like an absolute freak. This guy actually knows what he's talking about. He's been educated in this. And that's why I think that even if like you're like not natural, I wouldn't say that it's insidious. It's only insidious when you've taken it to the point where you are manipulating the the person on purpose just to make money. Mm, Fair enough. So like, again, like... Wait, what do you think about um, Chris Hemsworth's like center program? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Yo, I'm just like wondering who buys that shit. But... No, like for real. What do you think of it, Pat? I mean, dude, like, like, what can I say, man? Like Chris Hemsworth is like, okay, for one, he's like a celebrity who probably has a larger following than that, the majority uh, of like fitness yeah, influencers. Exactly. He has the biggest voice. Yeah, he has a big voice. So like if this guy and like... Let's be honest, this guy is definitely not natural. Like, if you look at this guy's, like, transformation, like, pictures of, like... Because, yeah. again, these are actors, right? And for, like, his Thor role, the amount of muscle he had to put on for, like, yeah. the Thor Love and Thunder movie compared to, like, his last Thor movie or, like, compared to, like, even the last thing he played a role in as an actor, like, I, 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 don't, yeah. I, I don't, like, get it. Like, even I, like, if I took, like, test... And I tried in four months to like gain the muscle that this guy did yeah. for Thor Love and Thunder. I don't think I'd be able to do it. Like, oh, like yeah. I literally like I just see it and I'm like, okay, this guy like anyone who goes to the gym who's been in the like who's been in the industry long enough and like you know has seen yeah. the BS and kind of knows how to like sniff it out, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they'd be able to tell you that like right away, like ninety like percent yeah. chance this guy's not natural unless yeah. he was born with the genetics of. Poseidon, Bro, like, yeah, Poseidon. not even long term. Like the irony is, like even if you gym for one year, it's so obvious that like Chris Hemsworth is on like like steroids, right? But like to some like you know like girl or guy who's like just a movie watcher, right? They look at Chris Chris Hemsworth and, they and they're like, "Yo, this guy is natural. Like, there's no way my my idol could possibly be yeah. drinking." Like, you know, that, no, that's the problem in sports for sure. No, that's well. like yeah. the one thing I I like feel the bad about for like the general masses because it's just like this guy has such a huge voice he's reaching like a millions upon millions upon millions tens mm-hmm. of hundreds of millions of people right and he and most of them are uneducated about this topic yeah at, at least you know for like the fitness youtube circle it's like most like most i would okay this is a gross overestimation but i would say most of the watchers they like they ha- they're a little they have some knowledge that's why they're watching in the first place right they're like building their knowledge and stuff like that yeah they're yeah. enthusiasts about yeah. fitness yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 but 
people who watch Chris Hemsworth, they're just like Tom, Dick, Tom, Dick, and Harry, right? They're just like chilling. They're just like they're like, damn. If I work out for four months, I'm gonna look like this guy. Yeah, and like honestly, dude, like I'm gonna say this right now, and some of my friends might not be happy because I have friends in the industry who sell programs and stuff. Oh shit! It's bullshit, bro. Anything and everything you can learn or want to learn or want to know how to do when it comes to getting big, getting shredded, getting strong is already on the internet and it's free. You can you just you just have to be willing to look hard enough and you just have to be willing to actually find it. Like again, I I don't believe in this whole like oh buy like buy my fitness thing like for $40 or my ebook for 50 bucks and like oh a 12 week program you're gonna get like so strong I or like people just haven't discovered pirate bay like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be real i mean they haven't discovered i mean pirate. not e- not even that dude like this is gonna sound very outdated for me to say but bodybuilding.com even like even to this day bodybuilding.com still has so much stuff that's so helpful that you will find in any cookie cutter like bs like like workout program because i have seen a lot of workout programs over the years i have also like in when i first started out i was actually very very gullible and like i got some like personal trainer to like convince me to buy a 100 like program that was like meal and training and when i looked at this thing when if I look at look back at it now, this this thing that guy wrote me is not even worth a dollar. Because oh, I'll just make one Google search. Okay, what shit like, bro? Like what he wrote me? Oh, sorry, like I feel like I'm getting too close to the mic. What this guy wrote me? I will ask Chat GPT to write for me, and it can write it better. The Chat GPT <laughs> literally yeah. write that same meal program and training program that this guy sold to me for a hundred dollars. So. To anyone out there, don't buy shit. Just don't buy it. Just go on the internet. It's free. You can find it. Yeah. And if you want to find it, you will. That's all I have to say. They're buying it for the brand. They're not buying it for the information. I mean, that too. But think about it. The center program, like, I don't know how much yeah. it costs. It's like, what, like $300, I think? Let's, let's Last time I checked, I think it's it was... like monthly or one time? Let's take a quick look at the pricing plan for buying... Okay, let's see. Our boy, Chris. So, here it says, one month free trial, New Year's offer, right? So let's see what we got here. Oh, they're hiding the price, obviously. As, as yeah, just, just search it up on Google. Search up how much it costs. $30 Okay, a that's, month. that's not that bad. $30 a month. Um, yeah, but that his info is not that... It's not yeah. worth that much. I mean, it's like Chris Hemsworth. Like, what can I say? Like, you expect better, right? Like, out of a celebrity. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, like, Pavel, um... Like... How much do you think genetics matters? Like, because this whole, like, you know, people wanting <laughs> to take steroids thing, like, it all goes back to them not being, like, happy with their yeah, physique, they have right? this And then there's, like, there's, Actually. like, there's these, um, you know, like, Slavic people who easily put on muscle, right? And then they'll be like, bro, you don't need, like, steroids, right? And then yeah. these people get insecure. They're like, bro, I can't possibly look like that with my, like, fat Indian genetics and shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, well, first of all, I'm just going to say, like, Greg, I, I, I love, uh, like, this is one of the many quotes from Greg Doucette that I actually love and I, like, I, you know, think about a lot. Nine out of ten people who take stuff don't look like they're on anything. 
they still look like ass. Like, <laughs> oh, like if you if you honestly believe that steroids or SARMs is gonna be like that magic key, hell no, no, it is not. Of course, because it's a performance and a performance booster. Yes, you will get better. You might go from looking like a two out of ten piece of poop to like a four out of ten not so piece of poop. But you're not gonna go from like you know being someone who's like oh small and skinny to looking like me overnight or from like one cycle or from even taking so many cycles. Again, like another thing is it not only does it depend on how your body reacts to performance enhancing drugs because some people they just don't react well to it mm-hmm. and they have a lot of bad experiences it Uh-oh. and they don't get anything out of it and ev- mm-hmm. and if anything they just get screwed from it some people react very well to it like my boy big daddy t-bum yeah this guy Genetic it's free. like perfect mm-hmm. chemical reaction when he puts that shit in his blood so like there's that to it as well but genetics is like Genetics is honestly the number one factor, dude. Like, yeah, like I, it's a sad reality. Like, but you, the way that I see it is, bro, you make do with what you got. Like, God gave some lemons, bro. You gotta make, you gotta make the juice that you're like out of fruit you were given, bro. Like, for some people, you know, looking like me or looking like, like sebum might not be possible. For some people, looking like me is comes naturally and like for me looking like sebum for example is impossible i know that like i have reached my genetic potential in my opinion i don't think i'm gonna get any bigger or any more shredded than i already have maybe a little stronger over the years as i get older but nothing much and all that is just like it just depends on the the parents that you picked, you know? If you pick the right parents... <laughs> you pick the right parents. If you pick the right yeah. parents, you'll get the right genetics and you'll look and you'll look insane. And quite frankly, like, that's how it is. Like, and there's there's nothing else that I can really say about this topic because... Wait, wait, you just got to get over it. Yeah, you wait, just... Wait, let me, let me say something. So now that you're like... I mean, actually, me and Huyar were talking about this, about this whole genetic potential thing. And well, me and Hui are we joked a little bit. We're like, oh, once we hit our genetic potential, we might, we might put it, we might, we might, get something we might juice it. up. Yeah. But like, would you ever like reach a point where you're like, hmm, maybe I'll juice? I've thought about it a lot. Oh shit! Like I, honestly, like I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I've thought about it a lot. But one primary thing, like I don't know about SARS. Like uh, I'm gonna try to like steer clear of that of that one. But steroids specifically, I just, like, I don't know. Um, wait, hold up, guys. Um, we're having, like, some small interference. Oh, it's just my... <laughs> no, we're good. Bro, you scared me, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Holy fuck. Wait, it's just it's just garage band lagging. Sorry, yeah. what are you saying? Yeah. I'm going to steer clear of the SARMs, but for steroids specifically, like, how do I say this? Like, I don't know. It's kind of like... You just, you, you hear so much like bad stuff about it growing up and like, that's going to, that might sound like bullshit to some of the viewers, but it kind of just like sits in your brain from when you were a kid and like you constantly told, oh, it's kind of being like, it's kind of like being told as a, from a young age that drugs are bad, right? Like, oh, like, like, you know, Coke is bad. Heroin's bad. This is bad. Blah, blah, blah. Don't do this. Same goes for steroids, right? Like. I, I was raised in like in, in an environment where that was the case. And I also know that like, you know, a lot of people out there have 
died from steroids. Like think about uh, Rich like Piana. Yeah. Oh yeah, Rich Piana. Yeah. Or sorry about sorry about that. Uh, or like other like it fitness influencers who've really suffered from things like that. And as I get older, like I start to realize more and more like what the mistakes I have made are in my like fitness career. Mm-hmm. What I've done that it was stupid. And there's a lot of stuff that like. I if I could go back and change it that I like I definitely would unfortunately I can't do that so I just like move on and I live with it but like yeah as I get older I real I like I'm more capable of seeing like really what the the negative sides of it are because of course like there's all these good things about what would happen if you took juice Mm -hmm. but the like part of the essence of being able to like make a decision as an adult, right. Is to be able to like weigh properly the good versus the bad. Right. Yeah. And now I'm actually like, now I've phased out of like my ego lifting for long enough to the point where it's like, I can see a lot of the negatives and I don't like the negatives. Like, anyway, yeah, sorry, we're, we're, we're going to move on to the next. Yeah. Bit. yeah no problem. We're move on no to problem. the next bit. Um, so, you you're a Bulgarian, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what? Let's uh let's just give a general overview question. What do you think of Canada versus Bulgaria, just from your point of view? And that's that's very vague. You're right. gonna have to like life, like um, let's see. Like culturally speaking, socially culturally, speaking, economically, lifestyle wise, would you say it's a better lifestyle living in Bulgaria? Absolutely. Right. Like there's there's without a shadow of a doubt. People in Bulgaria live much happier lives than people who live here. People who live in the West, like, in my opinion, are way too concerned with work, money, and pretty much oh, those. Wow. And, and that's it. Even like, though it's hu- because, like, in North America, it's like hustle culture. Yeah, right? it's, it's exactly like- hustle culture. But this is not just Bulgaria. This is, like, majority of Europe. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say so much, like, the UK anymore, because the UK has adopted a lot of, like, Western, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, hustle culture. Yeah. But the rest, like, let's say the European Union, those yeah. countries, their lifestyle is around, you know, living to enjoy yourself, living to, you know, like, have a good life. And sure, is that the, is that one of the reasons why there's more poverty in Europe? Definitely, like, there's a lot higher rates of poverty in Europe than there are in the West, in, like, in general, you could say. Or if we're to be more correct in how we're expressing this, people live lower quality lives in terms of, like, housing and, like, cars they drive or things like that. But, again, these people, what do they do? When I was in Bulgaria over the summer... People would finish their work shift on a Tuesday and they'd be like, okay, you know what, Pavel, bro, let's go, let's go out. Let's have some beers at the bar or let's go to the beach and let's go to a restaurant or let's go to the clubs in the city. That's like 75 kilometers away. And again, uh, again, like cities in Europe are not like here in Metro Vancouver where they're like one next to each other. Like you got to drive to get to the next city. So they know how to look past the darkness. No, no, but for real, it's like you got Bulgaria over here pulling up to the beach and like having a nice drink. And then you got Vancouverites who are just like walking depressed in the rain. Yeah, like, and that, that, yeah you're like, bro, should we go to the mall again? Like, like go, let's go to the mall, guys. We'll have the one yeah, millionth time. But here's the thing. People actually, people go out every day in like in in Bulgaria. Like, you know, yeah. they, ha- they focus on having a good time and they don't give a shit about work. With them, work stays from 9 to 5. 
that is all the time I have for for work in my life. And you know, once that once I clock out, I'm I'm living me, bro. Like I'm living what I want to live, and I'm not gonna continue slaving away more hours to some employer that I don't owe anything to. Oh, wow. That's the mindset there. And honestly, there's there are some negative things to that mindset, of course, mm-hmm. but there are some very good things for that mindset because genuinely these people live happier lives now. Mm-hmm. And like again, this whole like again, people promote uh, like. A lot of like mental health stuff for like people who need help like to handle for handling like psychological like difficulties here i am in full support of that and i and i love those things but you don't see much of that in bulgaria because people they're just they're not in a situation where they even like struggle from those same kinds of like psychological issues with the hustle or with the job with the nine to five with the like you know making money or with the retirement like That's that's all. That's all. Like, they don't think about that. They live in the present. Yeah, Yeah, and there's a lot of good things to that. And quite frankly, it's part of the reason why I don't feel fully settled in this city, even though I've lived here the majority of my life. Because I know that I don't want to live that like that hustle grind. Like, sure, I will. I might. I do wish to hustle for my own things, though, my own dreams. Yeah. But a lot of people here, they walk around. What is it? They wake up. They go to work. They're freaking npcs bro they will they walk on the street they're on their phones bro and this is nothing that really pisses them off bro people here like they don't know how to get off their phone in bulgaria bro it is still seen as disrespectful if you're talking to someone and you just whoop your you whip your phone out they're just like here there's just like there's no like there's no uh like boundaries or like no like social like uh rules on this stuff People are just NPCs. Like you could literally be walking down the street and like this happens to me almost every day. You could be walking down the street. There's like a 99% chance that the people you walk by are not even going to look up at their phones to look at you or greet you. In Bulgaria, every single stranger you see on the street, they will greet you. No, there's – They'll be like – You know, you the, the very common Vancouver look. You know, it's like the they look up from their phone. They look at you and they're like, you're talking to me? And then they look back at their phone and they walk away. Yeah. That's, that's the common Vancouver yeah. – um tactic <laughs> but i'm sure like not just b- back home in bulgaria probably in other places like iran or like china for let's just say like like if you china, like if you see like if you see a stranger on the street there's a much higher chance the stranger is gonna still like greet you like yeah. say hi how are you doing yeah, exactly. like yeah the funny part is it's all relative because in in western society like canada's portrayed as like the nicer yeah the nice where people like talk to you right yeah but like, then when you compare like a country like canada and bulgaria obviously like Bulgaria has the upper hand there. Yeah. No, but it's not just it's not just Bulgaria. Vancouver is just a really dreary city. Like, it is. Just rain yeah, every day. I also saw like, like Toronto versus Vancouver, and then like uh, in like the comments, right? The the Toronto people were like shitting on the Vancouver people, and then the <laughs> Vancouver people were like shitting on Toronto and how like their people. I mean, are like let's just shit. be real. Like everyone, like. Canada just full of haters. Like, let's, it is, let's yeah. just be real. Canada full of haters. Okay, let's get to the real question. Let's get to the yeah, nuts yeah. and bolts. Okay. Let's see. What do you think about the girls in Bulgaria compared to oh, good old Vancouver? This is another one of your superstitions. Right? Well, <laughs> I, quite frankly, um, like, I have nothing against any kind kinds of women. I want to make that very clear. <laughs> I love I love all women. Women are beautiful, bro. Women really? are like 
You can be honest. This Women are magical here. creatures, bro. Like that that is all <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> However, as someone who is Bulgarian, I have biases. Like I am like I I almost feel like a natural pull towards like a woman who's of the same like ethnicity as me. So okay, okay. so for me, yeah. Bulgarian women are like the most attractive women to me. Like I feel the biggest attraction, the biggest pull to them, not only because of the fact that they're Bulgarian and like, you know, we share the same blood, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be continuing like my ethnic background into like, you know, my descendants. Okay, but okay. Deep. the deep the way that uh, Bulgarian women are raised, again, they just, they share the same culture as me. They're, share, they're raised with the same values, like the same like, uh, social cues and like the and like yeah. different different things like that. So like I get along, I'd get along better with a girl who's raised in the same environment that I was in, and Sorry. that's why I find Bulgarian women to be like much more attractive than the women that are here. <laughs> yeah. And quite frankly, I think on average, like physically speaking, if we have to bring the physical in, yes, <laughs> Eastern but European yeah, women are the most beautiful be women. Diet as well, really. Like we just discussed the oh yeah, oh yeah. No, no, no. Like, but it, wait, but but would you say that like Bulgarian women are like one of the most attractive women in the world? Yes, absolutely, far, right? absolutely. Like, Yo, Nick, that's a biased question, bro. You're <laughs> no, asking a Bulgarian about Bulgarian women. I mean, like, sure. Then hold on. I won't say Bulgarian women. I'll say Slavic women. Okay, okay. So Russian women, uh, Serbian women, Croatian yeah. women, like. Slavic women, to me, physically speaking, are also like the most attractive women. I mean, hey, like my girlfriend is Bulgarian, so like, <laughs> like that speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but again, like this, that, like I don't know, like I yeah. person from personal experience, like haven't been able to really vibe with anyone, like for lack of a better word, no, let's not say vibe, connect. Mm. with a foreign girl here who's like not of the same like ethnic background as me and that just kind of affected like my view on like you know the women in canada but i'm sure that there are plenty of amazing women that i've met and unfortunately i probably won't meet but again like well, to me that get canceled bro it's okay yeah, <laughs> no it's okay it's not about it's not about getting canceled no, like, but, anyway. but like i do have biases but i want to be clear like you know though that's just my opinion right so yeah. Well, anyway, we have um. That's a contradictory opinion to our we are over here because we are actually has a very international approach to the ladies, huh? How so? Like because Pavel is very locked into his own like race, right? He's like, can I say like mono race? Is that like a thing? Oh yeah, okay. Is that a thing? I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know, I yeah, that's interesting to me. Like how you said you want to carry on your bloodline, right? Because I used to be like that. Like, I remember when I was in, like, high school, like, grade 10, right? I was like, yo, I want to, like, marry Persian, and I want to have a Persian child, and I want to, like, carry on the, the, you know, blood race, right? Yeah, yeah. And then over time, I just realized, like, yo, like, I kind of, like, don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> like, like, so I'm kind of curious, like, why do you care so much about carrying on your, like, like blood race, you know? I mean... As as the nation with the number one fastest decreasing population in the world, mm -hmm. uh, I all I almost feel like a like a duty to like my people oh, wow. to like See, keep okay. us alive because oh, like okay. it's literally it's estimated that by twenty fifty our population is gonna be halved. What? Yeah, 
and there's only seven million of us left. Is this, is this worse than Japan? Yes, we have a faster decreasing. We are search it up. Bulgaria is the number one decreasing population in the world. Really? Yeah, bro. I'm still so surprised you care so much though, because like the way I've seen it is, you know how like these people are like, yo, don't litter, right? I'm like, bro. If I don't litter, there's like fucking 50 other people who are oh, going to wow. litter. Like, what am I going to do in this statistic, right? Is it first? So It's like, I mean, the statistic that you said about like it's going to half by 2050 is true. Mm. It's true. So I think it says a lot about your character that you're I mean, wanting to help Bulgaria. But wait, why do you think that it's decreasing though? What's what's like the reasoning behind the decrease? Well, there, there's many factors. Uh, one of the factors is that Bulgaria, Bulgarians just don't have enough sex. Oh. Like, okay. it's quite okay. frankly, like, if you look at the statistics for, like, how many children, like, a, a household in Bulgaria will have, it's, I think it's, like, 1.2, mm-hmm. 1.2 or 1.4, to, and to keep a consistent population, every single family needs to have two children to keep a linear, no, no growth, no decrease, because, you know, two parents, you need two children. Yep, that's right. Exactly. So, if you want to yeah. increase population, you need your households to have an average of more than two children per household which is just not the case in Bulgaria. And quite frankly, it's not the case in a lot of countries, which is why most countries in the world have a decreasing population. Um, but that's like, and the reason why a lot of people are not having like as many children, again, poverty is a huge thing. Like Bulgaria like went through some really like bad stuff, like with the fall of communism, when like the, like the, the, De- yeah. Democratic Bulgarians <laughs> to call them Democrats yeah. is a little bit of a joke, just, but whatever. You're like, would you say this lack of hustle culture like also contributes to like things like alcoholism and, and less like birth rates? So do you think there's like cons to it? I wouldn't say that the hustle culture is is an influence by it because it's not that they're, they don't do hustle culture. It's that mm-hmm. the culture itself is aimed towards just getting your like getting it done and then yeah. focusing on yourself rather than focusing on you know your job because again like the 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 way the the way that life is lived in bulgaria is not like oh work 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 get a paycheck work 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 get a paycheck and then retire and die no like if you were to say that to any bulgarian man they will call you a fool they'll tell you you're wasting your life yeah Yeah. you will be called a fool in bulgaria so like like the the whole alcoholism and all these problems that happened is it was more so because of the political situation of what happened to the nation like bulgaria is like went through some messed up stuff like through the fall of communism and just like again when communism fell in bulgaria it wasn't like uh it like it didn't recover as well as like in other nations like when the democrats took over uh like so much of the money that was in the economy was just like it just disappeared. Yeah. Oh my god. Like so, and a lot and a lot of the communists yeah. who were like part of that government that disappeared, these guys, they took all the money and they just disappeared. They left. When the again, when the communists were gone, they took the money with them. Oh wow. So Bulgaria all of a sudden like like poverty rates just skyrocketed. I remember like my dad telling me that like during this time, like he remembers waking up one day, like, he told me like, let's say a, like a loaf of bread was $2. Mm-hmm. He woke up the next day and it was all of a sudden $10. Like, 
and he told me within yeah. like one day like my dad was just like sit, my dad was sitting with his, my mom and they were like how the hell are we gonna survive like the price of a piece of bread just got five times more expensive and our jobs our salaries are not increasing right and oh. like so like this whole state of panic where like the whole pretty much the whole nation everyone was like what the fuck are we gonna do wow that's like okay that that's like a very valid reason for the population decrease yeah like when i because because when i think of like a country with like a seriously decreasing like population problem it's like japan because like dudes rather be like fucking like robots or something right oh my god that's because of the (laughs) overwork culture yeah that's also because of the overwork. that's also why i think like china is becoming like that as well like after the one child policy they like uh they removed it right Mm -hmm. and now i think like since china's doing better economically right and they have like this new hustle culture i think their birth rates are just like going down i mean like i'm not sure if it's that i'm not sure about that either yeah i'm not i don't have like the say on that because i i'm not actually that well versed to chinese culture Mm -hmm. even though i'm chinese but uh i did want to bring up like the original point that i wanted to say but like speaking about that like continuing my bloodline thing again like bulgaria as a nation has gone through so much like heartache and so much like our nation has struggled so much in the last 2000 years just yeah. to like stay existing like from going from you know from like you know being in like war like going to war with the byzantine empire to afterwards being enslaved by the ottomans for 500 years like think about it like an entire nation you your grandfather your father your great your grandfather your great-grandfather go back how many generations were slaves 500 years of slavery under ottoman rule and then all of a sudden once you're finally freed from ottoman rule and you need to like somehow like like you're grasping at straws to survive and fix the nation all of a sudden you're thrown into world war ii and then guess what communism hits and then like you get like the whole vulgarization yeah. of the nation and, and like and then afterwards the communism falls apart and again like the people of bulgaria are just like okay well like like what, what the hell what, what, what is, the hell is, is this like a anymore? general sentiment or is it just you because like for me like if some shit happens like i i don't give a fuck i'm like oh you know something happened in iran i'm like too bad like, <laughs> no damn that's I'm not sure down, bro I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's a general sentiment. I'd say I feel that way, but I would definitely because you're a proud Bulgarian. Yeah, I would say I would say, and I wouldn't say nationalistic as fuck. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't say that like you're not a patriot, like a patriotic Bulgarian if you don't share the same views as me. It's just as a patriotic Bulgarian, I feel that part of my patriotism and my nationalism is displayed in exactly these types of values that I hold. Yeah. So and to me, like, like my ancestors went through way worse just to keep our like people alive least i can do to respect them (laughs) is you know get like continue the like the bloodline and continue the like like, it's like a respect thing yeah yeah like it's it's like i i owe it to my ancestors that's like very admirable for for our viewers if you don't know uh if you look at like pavel's like wrist he he carries like jewelry and what's interesting about it is they're all like from his family so his ring is from his grandfather 
I think the watch was also passed down. Yeah, so this is a family ring from my, it was a gift from my grandmother and my grandfather. This watch was a gift from my grandfather to my father, and now he gave it to me. So this watch is much older than all of us are. Oh, and wow. this is just a nice bracelet for my girlfriend. But, oh, okay. Yeah. Wholesome. Yeah. I mean, that's respect. Like, half of us are out here. Like, our parents be giving the phone to talk to our grandparents, right? And we're like, nah, fuck, no, right? <laughs> and then there's, like, Pavel. He's like, respect! Respect my grandparents! Yeah, nah, yeah. like, that's, like, that's good, dude. That's, like, that's really good. Okay, moving on to the next section. Um, what's the deal with gypsies? Like, is that... Oh, my God. What's it, like, why is it, like, considered racist? I'm like... Bro, I knew that this was going to come up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, okay, as an outsider, I have no idea, like, it's a slur, it's a race, it's like, what? what's the deal with it? Like, Bro, I... Oh, my... I, I, I can get canceled with this, but... <laughs> all right, let, let, me, let me just break one thing down. There are many different kinds of gypsies... Uh, there's like UK gypsies, there's like Irish gypsies, like gypsy, the word gypsy, I'm pretty sure is like, you can Google this to correct me if I'm wrong, but it's pretty much like for a people who don't stay in one place, they just kind of like constantly, yeah, they constantly like travel and stuff. Like that's the general term for gypsy. If we're talking about the Slavic gypsies, the Slavic gypsies, or the, I think they can prefer calling themselves like the Roma people or the Ro- yeah. Romani or Romi, or like they're something in, like, like they're that. They're prevalent in like Italy and stuff. I think like originally they were like an ethnic group. They're from they're India. Old, they're from India. Yeah. Most of them, and yeah. Eventually down the line, I think nowadays they're more like associated with like, like small theft and, and, oh, and, really? and crime. Touristy no, because yeah. like, because in Italy they have like a huge like, um, pickpocketing problem and they yeah. blame like the gypsies for no this. i'm like dead ass right now i i have no idea why it's considered like as a slur because like people are just calling each other gypsies and I'm like what is it okay for? so pretty much like if i if i like you know call my bulgarian friend like oh like you're a gypsy or like in bulgarian we'd say oh, which is the proper like thing like i don't okay. really like saying gypsy i like yeah. sticking to the actual word tziganin. it's like gypsies are not viewed like maybe that has changed like in like the you know more in like the present day but in the past gypsies were not like liked in bulgaria because oh, wow. pretty much what happened historically is that these people they came into eastern europe and they just they just swarmed the shit out of the balkans and whoever that may offend like i'm sorry but like i know what our history books have taught us and i know like you know yeah. oh, like wow. what's been happening in, in our countries I think every country has some sort of bigotry towards yeah. the race right so i don't think it's, yeah uh, there's anything wrong with yeah that. yeah I mean, so, like the so, haters come at yeah, us I, I yeah i think there's like certain <laughs> like prejudices like like persians don't like arabs right and if you're an yeah. arab like I, I don't care if you like care about no, that like you guys probably of, hate us too right and it's the same no, for, and like, like in the asian Asia. thing it's like fucking everybody hates yeah each japan other. korea china yeah so i mean it is the way it is right yeah so like all these gypsies, they all like pretty much swarmed Eastern Europe. And in Bulgaria, a lot of the crime is committed by gypsies. Like, oh, wow. and this is like, this is not like, oh, like you're stereotyping them. Like, oh, like to say blah, 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 that the crime is only committed by gypsies. No, like this is statistical. Th- like it is known. Oh, wow. Not to mention that gypsies also, uh, what's, uh, what's the thing? These guys receive like 
for, like they some I, I don't know what they're they ha, they have some sort of special government benefits okay, compared yeah. to regular Bulgarians oh, like what? for citizenship for taxes so is for that employment one of the reasons they're looked down upon is it like similar to like Today, the aboriginal situation in Canada like oh, wow. in 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 a sense yes yeah. but think about it this way here it's the aboriginals who get the benefits mm-hmm. so yeah. the people who originate from the land in Bulgaria, it's the foreigners who get the benefits yeah. of the what aboriginals. The and the Bulgarian citizens, the ones who are actually Bulgarians, we get shit. We get nothing yeah. from the government. Which to us seems like a complete betrayal from our government because it's like, hold up. You are not even supporting like the, 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 eth- the, the ethnic group of this land. And you're more so catering towards... The needs of the foreigners who not only commit more crimes, like, dude, like, I have on more than one occasion almost, like, been attacked by a gypsy on the street for nothing. Like, no provocation. Like, like it's, it's a very, very iffy topic, and it's very, like, shady in nature as well. And which is why a lot of Bulgarians don't like gypsies. So, when I call another Bulgarian a gypsy, hell yeah, it's an insult because I'm I'm associating him with those ideas. Someone who is a scammer, someone who's a pickpocket, or someone who's, like, a thief. And, like, you know, things like that. And, well, quite frankly, it's because a lot of the... Wait, I'm I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm just, like, really curious about one thing. Why would the government support a group that's not their main ethnic group it's like Yo, Nick, while pavel says this can you just check the cameras and just kind of oh, yeah, sure, of it. i want to make sure it's recording. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah well i mean i've, I've quite quite frankly i have no I, I have no idea like i i don't i don't know like because again i live in canada right so and i like i i do visit bulgaria like pretty often at least compared to like a lot of bulgarians who live here yeah but I I don't live there. So and I also wasn't raised there. So I can't, you know, give you the full details. Like I'm sure if like, you know, if I were to ask like my parents, maybe they could give me like a, a full like a full explanation as yeah. to like why. Yeah. Or my grandparents even. My grandparents would probably be the best source because they've lived in Bulgaria their whole lives. But I I don't know. Like the Bulgarian government is pretty much just like filled to the brim with hypocrisy, lies, and corruption. Just like just like any other, like, you could say, like, Eastern European country, unfortunately. Oh, wow. So it's like, there's like a gypsy corruption. <laughs> that- I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say gypsy corruption. It's just like the, the overall corruption of the government has allowed things like that to happen. Like, oh, wow. It's, like, it's not because of the gypsies, but, like, the, the gypsies definitely don't have, like, a very good, like, they history they're well okay, yeah so they're not yeah. looked well upon and and i hey i i don't mean to, like again i i don't want to say that all gypsies are bad like again i have friends who are gypsies mm-hmm. in bulgaria many and they're good people but like again it's about like overall representation yeah the majority well i wouldn't say the majority it's just like the the what the show image, the, image. the image that's yeah. built not the image that's the built image. is very negative around gypsies and oh, I see. I can't. I can't say anything about that. All right, that that yeah. um, is kind of unassociated, but we're gonna move on to our next topic, and uh, this is maybe a little, a little bit personal. But um, what do you think about time machines, Pavel? Oh, <laughs> nice. Okay, okay. 
Bro, I'm sorry. We gotta make a clip out of yeah, this. Bro. Yeah, no. Okay, so for some for some context, these guys. Uh, I remember when I first met them, and I was like, "Yo, bro, like I want to build a time machine one day." These guys just started like freaking laughing, and I was like, "Oh, you dickheads, bro." I, I just have a question, bro. Were you like high on shrooms one day, and did you watch like too much Back to the Future, bro? Like, no, 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 no. So like, literally, I could you not ever since I was like a little kid. I I always just thought it like, uh, actually. Do you guys you guys know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So like show. the the show that I think the 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 series that was from I think it's either the late 90s early 2000s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They had one season where it's like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like go to the future so they go to like the year 2100. Mm -hmm. And I just remember that was like the one like the coolest seasons I ever watched. I was like holy crap like you know they go to some weird some weird portal and they go to the future blah 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 and like all this cool shit and I'm like and as a kid, I was like, damn, like, I want to go to the future. That would be so cool to just go and come back and just be chilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that's probably where it stemmed from. And it's also because I'm a huge sci-fi fan, right? Like, I, I love Star Wars. I've also watched a lot of, like, time-traveling movies like Project Almanac, for example, which mm -hmm. a lot of people might not know about Project Almanac. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really good movie. doesn't have a lot of good reviews, but it's very good for time travel. Mm -hmm. Um and you know star trek of course and like lots lots of other stuff yeah so i would just say just my hobbies in general and like what i like just kind of fueled it with with time that like desire and like i remember like uh let's get to the brass tacks like what do you think you can do it do i think i can do it do you think you could do it or humanity will be able to do it okay i don't know if i can do it quite frankly like you know, I'm still struggling to find a like a job as a software engineer. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> so let alone, you know, building a time machine. I don't know about that, but Yo, maybe uh, Apple will hire you for yeah. that. Maybe Apple time machine will be a thing. Flux capacitor, bro. Flux capacitor, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I hey, I don't know. Uh but like I've read a lot of like books uh, like pertaining to this like topic. I know like Michio Kaku uh, in particular has written a lot of books about like this like uh, topic like relativity right? yeah relativity like and just like just the, the ideas of time travel right wait what do you think about like um, because I've like actually looked into the con I, 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 I'm not just a disclaimer I'm not like looking to make a time travel machine either but so like but I looked into the idea of like relativity and stuff like that right and I, I watched these like physics videos in my spare time and I saw one of these videos where it's like if you're standing like like near a like a black hole for example time will actually slow down and then everything else around you will like speed up yeah and it's like what do you think about that well quite quite frankly like in context of this time machine idea well I mean here's the thing like this is like Sure, you could maybe try to use that as in like an example of like how to like travel to the future. Like let's say, oh, like okay, I'll like I'll create some sort of device you guys are that geeking out right now. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking. Like about. okay, so, like let's just put it into like sim like simpleton terms. So let's say I like the idea is pretty much I create a machine that like creates like a miniature black hole. And pretty much because of like the horizon around the black yeah. hole, if you're in that, yo, bro, get close to the mic. If you're in that space of yeah. a black hole, mm -hmm. pretty much like, like Nick said, time mm -hmm. according to you from your perspective of time slows, but 
it's just in that frame of perspective. Yeah. yeah. So everything else is going normally. Like super speed. Is it, that's yeah. So speed. essentially, while everyone, you know, was by, let's say, 10 years, for you, it's maybe going to be two years. Yeah. yeah. So that's like in a, a concept of like traveling to the future. And it's like it happens in the black hole. But the idea is like that wouldn't really work out because, again, if you're okay. also if you're in that space, that horizon, you're going to get what's called spaghettified, right? <laughs> so like the black hole is literally just going to start sucking you into like the the core of the black hole. And you're literally just going to like every, you're going to feel how every single one of your atoms is being Detached, split yeah. and like literally lengthified. And you're going to you're probably going to. Die a horrible death. It's probably <laughs> gonna be one of like it would be one of the most painful deaths, if not the most painful death that a human could experience, because you will literally have not just your limbs, your atoms are going to be ripped apart. Yeah, pretty much. But you would be dead before. Yeah, you no, yeah. you'd be no, like, you would you would feel it. Like yeah. I, I remember watching like a like a documentary from like Neil deGrasse Tyson, and like yeah. in it, like he's talked about spaghettifying, and he literally explained like you would feel for like probably like. A good thirty seconds, like I'm, I'm, I'm not quoting here, so I could, I could totally be wrong, but you, he, he definitely like explained for like for a measurable amount of time, you would feel that excruciating pain as you're getting ripped apart. <laughs> then you would die. Actually, but but when you feel that, it would be the worst thing ever because again, like I don't know how do you how do you explain to someone what having your atoms ripped apart feels like? Yeah, exactly. No, here's an interesting fact for the viewers. If, uh, if you guys didn't know. Um, astronauts in space because they feel less gravity and they have they are actually in less gravity they actually experience time faster by like very very tiny microseconds yeah actually that is true that is i, I yeah. and there is um there's like research backing that up because clocks on uh clocks on they did like an actual experiment on relativity to prove the bs to split the bs right and clocks on like spaceships and like all those things they're they have to readjust the clocks like actually, they have mm. to readjust the clocks because it's like tiny microsecond differences by the by the second, right? Mm. Which is like just an interesting fact for the viewers. I feel like you guys uh, enjoy physics a little too much. Uh. <laughs> I enjoyed way too much. Like again, this is yeah. part of my huge hobby. So to answer your question, do I think I can do it? Hmm. Debatable. Debatable. Probably not. Do I feel like by the time I die? that I could offer some sort of like piece of evidence or some sort of scientific discovery to the scientific community to maybe help with the advancement in this project. I think that's possible. Yeah. I think I can do that. But in terms of, you know, me being like Pavel Jordanov in Wikipedia, the creator of the first time machine, I don't think that's possible. But what do you think about like the ethical, what do you think about like, the ethical implications of that because like actually all these sci-fi movies actually explore that. yeah like, if what? i if i built a time machine i would not tell anyone okay okay Fair so who knows maybe i've already built one i'm just not saying anything but like <laughs> again like i would not build one because one if, like if any of the like world's militaries found out i'm a dead man bro they're gonna they're gonna hunt me down they'll kill me and they'll take that technology bro they're not even gonna bite off me second of all like it's just there's too there's too much at stake for what you could do like i i for one am not one of the people who believes that if you travel to the past that you can somehow like alter 
the the current timeline you're in. I like to believe in like uh, Michio Kaku's theory about like you know the parallel universes or like the multiple worlds interpretation, where pretty much if you go back in time and you change something from you make a new universe from that much. point in time, you've pretty much set up all of the strings and all the particles in this universe in like a different order, such that it just branches off. Think about it like in GitHub. Mm-hmm. Or like no not GitHub in Git in Git when you're like when you try when you like when you mess up and you do something differently you're creating a different branch from the yeah, master exactly. branch right same thing with time travel like or with time itself as a construct like I I interpreted the exact same way so you would literally just cre- be creating a split timeline which in my opinion you can never access this you cannot get onto this unless you find some sort of way to travel between universes. So as soon as you return, you make an altercation in the past. That altercation just does something, but you go back to the present, and yeah. nothing happened. Fair so, so the way I would see it is that if I created a time machine, eth- like about the ethics about you maybe screwing screwing a whole new universe yeah, exactly. by like you know letting like Hitler win the war or something like that. I don't know. Like that's a, that's a very complicated topic to talk about the ethics of a whole new universe. But in terms of like you not being able to affect your universe, your timeline, I think that having a time machine to the past is like probably the best kind of tourism you could you could like build. Oh wow! Like think about the business you could build. Commercialization. Like Go commercialization. Go see the 1800s. Yeah, like go hang out with the hippies in the 70s or like, you know, go to a rave in the 80s. Like, I don't know, like, like check out what the the build, like the Confederation of 1867 for Canada was like. I don't know, like, you know, like there's just so much you could do or like go back 5,000 years and like, you know, check out like what what humanity was like back then. Grinding rocks, I guess, or something. Yeah, like go or like go. Now, now you're getting me hooked on this uh, time machine. Idea. Yeah, like exactly. So like, uh. like if you could build like from that aspect, that tourism like idea of like traveling to the past for like the population, because again, you know, they'd just be traveling to the past. It all it would almost be like like a VR simulation of going to the past, except you're actually doing it because there's, there'd be no like consequences when you come back to the present. Hmm. So. Like there, there's that, right? Um, but in terms of going to the future and then coming back, that I really can't say because sure, I think going to the future, that's like completely doable, completely fine. But then the question of coming back that's, is like... That just seems just straight out of science fiction, impossible. Well, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like it's... Again, it's time traveling to the past, which could be possible. But the whole in, the whole implication is that, like, if I go to the future, right, and I find out a bunch of shit, and I maybe start to change shit in the future, because I'm still in the future, and I'm still changing stuff, you would not be creating a new timeline. It'd be the same timeline, right? And you're actively making, like, changes in the future that yeah. affect, that now all of a sudden there are consequences, and then you, as a human, with the ability to go back, you can just be like, I peace out, and you just dip, and you're, you're back to your time. So, like, 
that like that idea of you just going there, changing stuff, coming back, going there, changing stuff, okay, coming back. It's getting too complicated for our viewers. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I just want to explain this. That would completely undo the 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 entire concept of fate, or if it's meant to be, if it's meant to be, or if like if this is how oh, things yeah, are supposed true. to work out. Because like religions would be like religious leaders would be like having a meltdown. They would be like freaking the fuck out. Hey. Yeah. yeah, you, you yeah. just, it, it just, it's too many complications. So that's why this topic, like, is just like, again, it's a very, it's a very fun what if to talk about, but it's like, you know, it's just too much. There's just too much. And you can't, like, I don't know, we'll, we'll see. Like, maybe, who knows, maybe a Bulgarian 200 years from now will solve it. So, anyway, let's move into our last topic. All right. What do you think about self improvement culture? Well, he, he kind of addressed it in a way by by saying how like uh, North Americans. Have no, no, but like you know, like let's let me let me pull out a few names. Like let's say mm-hmm. like Hamza, right? What do you, you know, the, or like Andrew Tate even is a little bit into this like self improvement culture. What do you think about that? Okay, Andrew Tate. Like, I respect him a lot. I gotta say. And I don't care if that's going to get me canceled. You can say whatever the hell you want. I think Andrew Tate has got, like, some of the biggest pairs of balls that exist for the type of shit that he says on the internet. But a lot of the, se- a lot of the stuff he says is bullshit. And, like, I think, honestly, he just says it to, like, produce more controversy. Because, again, somehow this guy does have to make money. Let's not, like, forget about that, viewers. Yeah. So, but when it comes to... You know, self help, yeah, like, like laziness, say, motivation, yeah. discipline, yeah. working, Hamza working out. Type of YouTube, yeah, like Hamza right? type like, YouTube, like athlete yeah. type of you know, like, like you know, you know, you know what we're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's good when when it comes to self help books. Now there, I think self self help books are a little bit of they're like uh, it's like mental motivational masturbation. Like, oh, wow. like you yeah. feel good reading it and feel like you're doing something when you're reading the book, but then when you're done reading the book, that's it. Like, you don't do like ninety five percent of the people who read these books, they don't they don't do anything except for read these books. Oh, now, shit. is it, calling out? Now is Yo, it, Nick, it what now? Do you think of this, bro. Well, okay, let him because finish, he, let him okay. Yeah. Now is it to, is it to blame the people who read these books that they don't do shit, or is it to blame that the books themselves are not actually self help books? They're just meant to take your money and waste your time. Oh. That I can't say because I do know, like I do know, actually no, I'll say I do know maybe two people or three people who have read a lot of help books or self help book, self help books to be correct. And it's worked out for them. But those people I also know... They're like natural born hustlers. They're like... Yeah, not only are they natural born hustlers, they're disciplined. Uh-huh. They are extremely disciplined. So that I'll give it to them. Like maybe if you... Like you got to have the right mix, you know, the right combination of ingredients and then like it works out. But just having the self-help book, it's like... Wait, so what you're saying basically is like 90% of... The people who read self-help books they're just like doing it to feel good about themselves because they're like oh, no no no. i'm not saying that they're doing it to feel good about themselves i'm saying i'm saying that because they don't apply it don't yeah apply exactly it. they don't like they're not actually getting anything out of it and it's not i would i can i can't say that it's their yeah. fault because i'm not like i'm not like in the mind of said person yeah. <laughs> like I don't I don't like I, I don't know how i would be in that same position because again i don't really read self-help books but like, 
again, they're not, I wouldn't say they're getting like what they theoretically should be getting out of it because they're just not able to apply it and they don't choose to apply it. Like I would say that yeah. like I, I've met a, a lot of people who have thought that like, oh, if I read a self-help book, this self-help book is going to change my life or this help book yeah. is the solution. No, this health, this self-help book is not the solution. This book is meant to tell you. It's like insights. It's yeah. like, it's like insights or it's telling you wake the hell up and get to work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, for me, like, sure. Like if you need a book to tell you wake the hell up and get to work by all means, the like more power to you do it. Like if that's what works for you, you go do that. For me, that's not that's not what I wouldn't say that's not what works, but for me, that's not what I need. For me, it's like it, it works a little differently. But again, if we're talking about the Andrew Tate or the athletes, those kinds of motivation stuff, uh, no, because like that are more like in like speeches or like talking, I think those ones or like Gary V or like uh, those yeah. people, I think there is there is some good to it, but I also think it's also like. Some topics are blown out of proportion. Mm -hmm. No, because like going back to like the self-improvement stuff, it's because like my problem with it is that it's gone too far. Because like we have people who are talking about like mewing, right? And then like for people oh who don't know what mewing is, it's like um, it's like you yeah. put your tongue on the roof of your mouth so yeah, that you like slowly develop your... like a chiseled jawline yeah. or some nonsense like that. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, there it's not nonsense, but. It is nonsense, dude. The guy, the guy who pioneered mewing, literally lost his medical license to practice. Really? Yes. Okay. 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 So it is. Like, I, I don't. I, I think his name is Doctor. Wasn't he Doctor Mew? Yeah, Doctor Mewing. Mew. I think like. Okay. He literally lost his medical license. Like, uh, like it's no joke. Okay, so from no I joke. think it's like the British Orthodontist Society or whatever. Mm -hmm. it was, they, they like, like they were calling this guy's bullshit. Wait, yeah. For, for the mewing thing. Yeah, for the mean thing, like because anyway, going back to this mm. thing, I I think it's just gone way too far because we, I I have a friend I'm not gonna name who just mm. but I have a friend who is really into like this self improvement. He's like gone so far. He has he go he hops into like self improvement discords, right? He's got he buys like programs. He like he like pirates programs. He does all of this, and well, for all of you guys. There, Hamza released like this document, right? That's like, um, it's wasn't like, wasn't it like, the, oh shit, sorry, no, it's, wasn't it like, um, how to become, no, how to uh, send like selfies to girls or something? Yeah, exactly. It was, like, it was that an that entire document, right? document. Yeah, so he paid ten dollars for it. Yeah, yeah, he paid ten dollars. And uh, for it. he like he was reading it. Me and Nick were like reading through yeah, it. Yeah, we were talking on it. Like, yeah, it was like, what, what was it saying? Like, no, it was remember? okay. So it prefaced. I, and this is Hamza, right? It prefaced by saying how, how good he is, right? So Hamza prefaces the document by saying how... He's like, do you want to be like me? Yeah, and then Do you want to stop these, being like, like Jeffrey? Do yeah. you want to be Adonis? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Super cringe shit, right? Yeah. And then it's just like a PDF. First page, he prefaces how I'm so sexy, follow my tips, right? And then, it, and then he like sells you these like rules on how to like make the perfect... Yeah like mirror selfie to get baddies on tinder or something like that just super like it's just super cringy shit like that right what do you yeah. think about that well i mean bro like honestly you want you want to know what to read if you want like to read self-help books i'll tell you right now two books or three books one okay. oh actually all three <laughs> written by one author 
Robert Greene. Oh, Nick. Shit. Okay, Nick. Okay, okay, okay. Nick agrees. Okay, One, okay. The Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, like, fundamental book that you need to read. Okay. Two, The 48 Laws of Power, again, by Robert Greene. And three, The Art of Seduction, again, by Robert Greene. Now, I know a lot of women are going to get triggered when they hear, oh, like, read The Art of Seduction. But I'm sorry, like, The Art of Seduction is not a book that's just for sexual seduction or getting women. No. This book literally teaches you what manipulation and what seduction is in nature and yep, yep, how yep. to identify it so, so you can this, protect against so world. you can also protect yourself yeah exactly. so Even like if you don't want to use it yeah because a lot of people like they'll get manipulated and they'll get seduced into do into like doing things and they're like oh i was used or i didn't want to do this or things yeah, like that exactly, exactly. this book will literally teach you how people employ these tactics of manipulation and of seduction and pretty much when you know what is being the weapons that are being used against you you know how to defend yourself you know how to like not let that stuff happen or for the people who want to use these weapons you can use them yourself you can use them to manipulate people or to seduce people which i don't condone but i heavily condone reading the book so that you're knowledgeable so that you can protect yourself yeah exactly because think about it a lot of women whether they want to admit it or not they they seduce and they manipulate men just to use them to get what they want out of them like a yeah, means to yeah. like a means to an end they'll string you along try to maybe like you know suggest like some sort of romantic like th- like insinuation. uh like insinuation or like or just anything really and as a guy like most men don't know any better like they they don't see this like yeah this facade i'm I'm gonna get canceled for this one but i'm just gonna say it so like my point of view from that is i just feel like girls when they're from like a young age they're taught by their mom right they're taught Mm -hmm. about they're taught from their mom from a young age on how to like you know deal with guys how to deal with the world right they have all these insider tips for like for the typical dude like as a boy when they're growing up they're not taught these things their dad is more concerned about like yo let's go play catch or i'm gonna teach you how to be a hustler Right, they're, they're, yeah. they're, or or I'll teach you like oh I'll teach you how to do this like I'll teach you how to change the tire of the car. Yeah, exactly, example. exactly. Like, like more like world like applicable like job yeah, exactly. skill like, like skills, profession like, like building you again building you to be a man building you to be a provider yeah, building exactly. you to be again the the father is gonna teach the son the the like the everything trade. he needs to be a father yeah, the exactly. mother is gonna teach the daughter the things that she'll need to become a mother one day, but. And like as I said before, it's like from a young age, they're like, I wouldn't say cultivated or groomed. I wouldn't say that. They're, it's more like they're getting fed, drip fed tips from their mom. They're like, this is how you like get into the head of a guy. This is how you make him, how you make him do what you want. Like, you know, do like Operation Ghost Protocol. Like ghost his ass for a few days, make him want you. Yeah, act like a coquette. Act like you don't care. Bro, and they'll come right to you, shit like that. Bro, I'm kind of going on a tangent, but I really think Robert Greene should change the title of the book from The Art of Seduction to The Art of Being a Fuckboy. <laughs> well, that's not what the point well, of no, the No, because is. the thing is this. Women read that book too, right? The, yeah, women... the Art of Being a Bitch? Mm. Or, I, I don't know. Nah, it's not about that. It's more like... No, I'm, ju- I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway, yeah, so... Yeah, it's just like, but guys, they don't know this stuff. And when they read this mm. book, most of this shit is like news to them. It's yeah. like brand new shit. Right? Like, dude, when I, when I read this book, bro, I was like, 
I literally, like the first, the, bro, just within five pages, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, what? I was like, how have I not known this my whole life? Yeah, exactly. Like, I li- when I was reading the book, like, just every page was like a shock to me. It was like, oh my God, oh my God, yeah. oh my God. And it just keeps on going. You're like, holy shit. It just makes you like realize that people are like a thousand times more manipulative yeah. than you could ever imagine. Than you could ever imagine. Yeah, but the thing is, like, like there's people like you, right? Get like really good insight to it, and you're like emotionally intelligent enough to apply it to the right situations, right? Like use it like a toolbox, right? But the problem is, I've noticed that there's some people who get way too deep in it, right? Like. They like develop their whole personality around these books, <laughs> right? Facts, and so yeah. they'll be in like a social situation and you'll be like talking to them, right? And they just like overthink everything, right? They're yeah. like, they're like, what would Robert Greene do, right? They're like, oh, I need to act tough, right? I need to act hard or some shit, right? Like they, they take these books like way too literally, yeah, right? That's true. So I think you have to have a certain level of emotional intelligence as you're reading these books. Because yeah, because you, you not can't, everything can you be You can't be like an autist and like read these books, right? <laughs> yeah, because, because like, <laughs> like... I'm not being a dick, but like... I just think like people who get value from it are already somewhat emotionally intelligent. That's fair. I mean... Sure, but uh, I'm, I'm sure there's quite a bit of people who are not at all emotionally intelligent who become more emotionally intelligent or just become emotionally intelligent because of like this book and other books. Mm. But like then again, like Robert Greene himself in the book, he does explain that like, you know, don't use this like a like a cookie cutter template, like, oh, copy this, 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 and you get this. Like, no, he like, that's why he... Like, for example, when he talks about, like, the nine different, ki- t- uh, like, seduction characters. Yeah, yeah, The reason why he gives you the nine characters and he doesn't just slap you with a huge list of different seduction traits. And he breaks them down into nine characters where he gives example of historical traits like Marilyn Monroe, Cleopatra. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's to explain different situations and, like, to be able to kind of teach you in, like, that scenario okay, if I'm in this scenario with this kind of person, how, like, what would work? Or what are they going to do? Like, again, these, like, he, the book builds different archetypes and it's supposed to help you learn to be smart enough to work with these different archetypes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Now, like, do some people overthink and say, oh, yeah, like, I need to, I need to make triangles, bro, and I need to, like, I need to pull away, then give, and I, then I need to act like a, coquette, like a coquette, and then I need to act a dandy, and then blah, 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 like, like, bro, ch- like, chill the hell out, bro, like. Yeah, for, for our viewers out there, those are all the, like, the little, like, characters and all those, like, little tricks. Yeah, like, like, just that. different parts yeah. of the book. Yeah, and, but like, like, yeah, it's true. If you're, like, master, trying to mastermind every single interaction that you're doing, you're not going to get much value out of this book. Yeah. Let's be real, right? Like, you're yeah. just going to fuck things up. I think the other thing with... I mean, hey, like, sorry to cut you off, yeah. but if you do, like, do that, what I just said, like, oh, like, like do all these, maneuver, like, like, plan, like, meticulous, like, planning and, like, all that other crap and, like, oh, I need to do this, this, and that, the book will turn you into a fuckboy. Yeah, like, it will turn you It will do that. It will turn you into a fuckboy and I'm not saying it won't work, but the thing is, that's not... Like, at least, uh, that's not his intention. That's not my intention. That's not his intention either. Like, 
But that's not a bad thing in our society because I feel like girls are becoming like that as well. Guys really? are becoming like that. Like, no, everybody's becoming like more manipulative, right? Because like, well, maybe you know, that's just Vancouver. <laughs> I mean, that's that's, just, that's just what I think. Like, I think like people are just becoming more manipulative because like, yo, people. Like, this is how the chain works, right? I've seen this happen to so many friends, right? Oh, they're, like, no. innocent. Yeah. They get heartbroken, right? And then they're, like, I don't give a fuck, right? And then they'll, like, date a girl, right? And then that and girl... And then break her heart. Yeah, they'll break her heart. And then now the girl has, like, the same chain in her life, right? And so it's, like, I feel like the more you progress in your life, it kind of gets like that. Until you meet the one person where, you know, you're, like, 30 or whatever. You're, like, okay, I've had enough of this, right? Let's just... Let's settle down. Let's marry. Let's have a good life. Like whatever. Yeah, I mean, right? like. But I think that's like the 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 progression for, for like, all my homies people. out there who are like yeah. they've gone through this shit. Like they've they've had their heart broken. Like you know, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm just saying. I mean, like, but but like it, the light at the end of the tunnel. Once you leave that tunnel, you you become an asshole too because that's just like the vicious hate yeah. cycle. I feel like I, 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 I mean, being a fuckboy is like okay. This sounds fucked, but I don't think it's a bad thing. Like I I feel like girls are becoming fuck girls like you know like it's that's just how how our society has become no problem okay um yeah it's just like a long one yeah yeah but uh but yeah so like getting back to that i mean like it's i don't know for me like being a fuck boy was never it's not something that i would like put my like character description for like yeah. even for something i'd want to do because i don't i don't see being a fuckboy as like the best thing that you can be because again morally speaking Sorry, like boys we're back we just have to reset the camera well, I, yeah so. pavel i think most of the people who are fuckboys right like let's be honest they're not targeting innocent woman right like most of the fuckboys quote-unquote oh, sorry just just yeah just give me one second yeah, sure. yeah nick like Let's be honest, bro, right? Most of the fuckboys are not targeting, like, like innocent women, nah, quote-unquote, right? Like, like, everybody's in that game, right? And it's kind of, like, this, like, rule that you don't target people who are not in that game. And yeah, if you do, true. that's fucked, right? Yeah, if like, you're that's like one actually of the, fucked. Yeah. If you're one of those motherfuckers out there, those absolute scumbag D-bags, yeah. like, taking yeah, advantage like, of, like, an innocent poor guy slash girl or whatever, yeah. and you're just, like, you know, you know this guy has an innocent heart, and you're still, like, fucking around with him and doing, like... Yeah, and he doesn't know the rules of the game at all. Yeah. He's not He's not a participant. He's, he doesn't know it. He doesn't know any better. But you're out here, like, playing games messing with his heart turning into a monster right you're turning yeah, into a monster yeah. and then he goes to the gym wears a bagged hoodie for like <laughs> a year or two and then yeah. he turns into like a absolute mass monster and starts breaking girls hearts yeah it's just a cycle i mean i mean hey but then at, at at the end of the day like if you get heartbroken like that you can always take the high road learn learn the game get jacked get shredded get everything you need then eventually you just find your queen, bro. You just wow. like you just like you 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 can just choose to not like start fucking with all these girls. <laughs> just just find one that's like that's good and that like you really like. And if you get if you got the right feeling that you know you can you can like shoot your shot with it and like you know let things play out, you go for it. And in my opinion, that's how things will work out. 
nine out of 10 times the best way. And that's like the natural way for things to be done. So yeah, but I, th but I do think that, that getting your heart broken and learning the game is essential because mm -hmm. then even I would say even when like, even like outside of the scope of this whole like sexual, like, uh, like the whole sexual idea of seduction and manipulation is just genuine relationships between people. Right. So like, yeah. yeah, let me just, let me just, let me just say something really quick. Like to all my like fans out there, if you're like younger or like, you know, you're like about to get your heart broken or like you're like in your first relationship like you know what you get your heart broken so what you you enter a whole arc for a year right whatever like it's just it is what it is you enter your whole arc everyone has a whole arc right yeah and then i think once, it's natural it's right? very natural yeah. you just like sleep around and then once you're done just like be done with it okay? mm -hmm. because like once you're done you kind of reach a point of maturity where you're just thinking like you know what fuck that noise right like i'd rather be doing something more productive that that's an and that's another thing, bro. So many people they you know why they become fuckboys? Because they like they crave they crave that attention and like the and the sex, bro. It's kinda like food. Like Andrew Tate yeah. has said this before. So like and I actually really like this quote that he said. So a lot of people, all they think about is sex and money. And it's because they don't have it. And it's it's like the same thing with food. When you're hungry, all you can think about is food. When you're starving, all you can think about is eating. But then when you've eaten enough you're not going to be thinking about like, you know, food that much. It's the same thing with money and it's the same thing with women as well. And like, so like a lot of people just because like they, they lack a lot of that, like, you know, uh, attention or connection or connection rather. And like the sexual relation with women, like that's their main, pro there's, that's their main focus. So they become a fuck boy and they just like, they just go around and like and keep going for it. Yeah, exactly. Which is not the proper way to go about it whatsoever, but... I mean, like, it's just like... I don't know. It's a natural progression of life. Like, everyone goes through it. Yeah. And, like, to blame someone to... To, like, hate... Like, for all my, like... Uh, my, my, my viewers out there who are, like... You know, they're going through a period of, like... I fucking hate the opposite gender. There is no good opposite gender. There is no good blah, blah, blah. And... And I, I just have to say, like, you will, you'll, like, leave that mindset really soon. Because you'll see that everyone else is just playing the exact same game afterwards. It's yeah. like, everyone's just like, yo, playing, like, some artist seduction mind games. Like, because the book is out there. and so, Or you just learn it through, like, um, experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Learn it through experiences. And you're just like, damn. So this is how it is right now. Like, yeah, that is how it is. You can't really villainize any person for that, right? No. You, I, you I, definitely, you cannot. But... Like, yeah, it's, oh man, it's, 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 it's hard to think about but for any of the, if there's, if I would just want to say if there's anyone in high school who's watching this, oh wow if there's anyone in high school who's watching this, don't take what we say as like a green card to be a fuck boy. Not just that. Don't take what we say is not only a green card to be a fuck boy, but don't think that the way that we're explaining this is like, oh, this is the... Like, this is the state of mind you need to be in right now. Let things play out naturally for you. Because, like, I remember in high school, for me, I thought very differently from how I do now. In high school, I was very, like, like oh, like, I just want women, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, <laughs> going around, hook up, yeah, hooking up with women. Wants, or like, smash. Yeah. And, like, you know, 
just lets that process play out like lets yourself kind of mature into it because you don't you don't want to rush the maturity because then like you you might just feel some some sort of uneasiness going into the future but that's 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 all i have to say really all right i think because we're almost hitting two hours now yeah i, I can't believe it's been that long but that pretty much, I think that, I don't know why <laughs> we are not here. He's like, he left the studio yeah, I think, for I think, some Yeah, I think he might be. I think he's taking a call right now, but I think we can like pretty much end it here. Yeah. Um, yeah, feel free to subscribe. Um, subscribe, like, come visit our other like uh, platforms or on IG, TikTok, all that good stuff. Uh, even on like Spotify, uh, there should be like a subscribe button here or there somewhere. And then, uh. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That like wraps it up. Yeah, bro. Thanks for having me on the podcast, man. Yeah, of course. Really and uh, I, I hope to, I hope to come back soon. We can talk about even yeah, more, about more stuff. Rid- ridiculous topics. Because yeah, I think, topic. I think today was uh, for introduction, fairly, fairly uh, civil. You know, like yeah, we got st- we stayed, in, stayed in the green zone a little bit. Staying you know? in the, <laughs> staying in the green zone. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. yeah. Anyway, all right, peace.